Podcast Answer Man, episode number 299. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi everyone, Dan Miller here from 48 Days Online Radio. Cliff Ravenscraft has been my podcast answer man ever since he was bold enough to ask me if I wanted to make my podcast a 10 rather than a 6. And from what I'm now hearing all around the world, not only is he my podcast answer man, he is the podcast answer man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the show about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode. There's something we can all do to take our show and everything else we do in life to the next level. That's right, my friends, and wow, I have an amazing show prepared for you here for this special 299th episode, the the eve of 300. I don't have anything special planned for next week. It's just my 300th episode, but I am excited to have this show for you today, uh, and, and it might even be better than episode 300. I don't know, so you want to tune into this one. What are we going to talk about today? First of all, I'm going to talk about how I'm taking some of my own stuff to the next level. Uh, what I have going on this week that uh, I've been working on as a little side project. Um, I'm also going to talk about my personal plug of the week. I am going to take one question off of the voicemail feedback hotline from Justin. And it is all about telephone interviews, or actually interviews in general, getting audio from interviews. Uh, specifically, you wanted to ask about telephone options and also taking live calls. Now, I happen to know for a fact that this is a this is like a top requested question that comes in over and over and over again. So I know that's going to be a popular topic for you guys. I have pr- prepared ahead of time several things that I want to demonstrate for you and actually tell you about taking live calls, telephone interviews, and all that good jazz. That's gonna be in this. I'm also gonna share with you some of, a little bit more of my story. I've got several personal wins of the week. Things that I wanna share with you in hopes to inspire you of what is possible in your own life and in your own brand and in your own journey of building your platform. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very excited to share with you some very exciting, Thing, exciting things that have happened to me just recently. And I'm also going to give you a little update on our gspn.tv community cruise uh, and a special conference call that's coming up. And also, yes, I know, trust me, I've got the emails, not just the one from Apple, but I got them from you as well. Don't don't worry. I, I, I love getting your emails. And so I thank you guys for, uh, uh, you know, pointing things out when these things come through just in case I didn't get it. But uh, Apple sent everybody who has a podcast in iTunes a little bit of an email announcement talking about some new podcast requirements for cover art for your show and also server requirements. We're going to talk about that and what all that means in this episode. And uh, well, and then I've got just some announcements at the end of the show that uh, we'll wrap things up with. So that's this week's show. 
If that sounds interesting, stay tuned. If not, maybe check out episode 300. I don't have anything, any promises for anything special for you, but uh, I am I am excited about the milestone of 300 episodes coming up next week. So anyway, what is it that I'm doing to take what I'm doing to the next level? Well, I'm actually doing a lot of things, but one of the things, one of the many things that I've worked on this week is actually deciding, you know, I want to actually take in this platform that I have And I want to create a win-win situation, a win for me, but more so a win for the person who, uh, for some of the people that I've done a lot of work with. And what I'm thinking here is I would like to find a way, you know, I always do the personal, well, almost always do a personal plug of the week for, for shows, but I actually want to open the show and give even more opportunity to allow somebody else's voice to be heard up front. Now, I will tell you, I hand-selected the people that I had record uh, these little clips. Uh, We're going to call them uh, audio bumpers or audio intros for the show. Uh, This is something that has been around since the early days of podcasting. I just haven't done it in a very long time. But uh, one of the things that I decided to do is I, I reached out to a couple of my friends and I said, hey, I'd like to do a little bit more consistent promotion of some of the top clients that I've worked with, some of the top students that I've worked with, and I want to actually promote what you're doing because I think what you're doing is an an example of somebody who has taken what they're doing to the next level. And of course, these folks are top-rated podcasters in the world of podcasting. They're influencers. You know, one of the things that somebody recently said about me in an introduction to a congressman uh, for for an, uh, to get a to line up an interview coming up, and it was. But this friend of mine introduced me in the email as you know, this is Cliff Ravenscraft. He has this podcast, and his audience is this. You know, and and the thing is, is um, you know, not only is Cliff an influencer, but he's the in, he's an influencer of the biggest influencers out there. And it's like I hear that about myself, and I'm like, wow, that that's that's pretty cool. Uh, But what I wanted to do is I actually, you know, sometimes people take it the wrong way if you get a little bit too confident in yourself. Um, Maybe it sounds boastful or arrogant. And so this is an opportunity for me to not only kind of uh, to give a lot of exposure to some of my top students, which automatically brings credibility, but it also gives the these top cl- clients and uh, the ability to add a little phrase or a, add a little bit of a um, description of how they view me as the podcast answer man as a as a full out on endorsement. And you talk about social proof. Uh, when these people actually say great things about you, it means a lot. So let me just say I have reached out to probably about ten individuals. And, and told them I'd love to actually have an audio clip from you where you are introducing my show. So I already opened up this episode with Dan Miller and uh, you heard what he had to say there. But what I want to do is I want to just give you some samples of some other ones that you're going to hear in the future. Now, obviously, I'm not going to ever again play all of these back to back and I may not even play all of them. I'm just going to play a couple of them. But here is a couple of the samples of things that had uh, come through. This is, well, you know, actually they all introduce themselves, so I don't need to introduce each one. I'll just play them back to back here. Hey there, Mike Stelzner from the Social Media Marketing Podcast. 
and you're listening to Cliff Ravenscraft, the world's number one authority in the world of podcasting. He's the podcast answer man. Hello, everyone. This is Amy Porterfield from the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, and you're listening to the man who's trained more people to podcast than anyone else in the world, Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the podcast answer man. Hello, everyone. This is Ray Edwards from rayedwardspodcast.com. And you're listening to the man who not only teaches other people how to podcast, but has produced well over 3,000 of his own podcast episodes. Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the podcast answer man. Hi, this is Cynthia Sanchez from the Oh So Pinteresting podcast. You are listening to Cliff Ravenscraft. He's been taking podcasting to the next level since 2005. He is the podcast answer man. Hi, everyone. This is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. And if you're looking to ignite the podcasting world, then you're in the right place. For Cliff Ravenscraft is the podcast answer man. Hi, everyone. This is Jamie Tardy from eventualmillionaire.com. And you are listening to the man who is too humble to call himself our leader, our sage, our Jedi master, Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the podcast answer man. Hi, everyone. Dan Meller here from 48 Days Online Radio. You're listening to the Warren Buffett of podcasting. Cliff understands the wealth of podcasting and is without question the podcast answer man. Well, there you go. That's just a few of the the clips that my friends had been willing to to record for me uh, and at just a moment's notice. And so what I why I share this with you is I hope this inspires you to reach out to some of the people that you're connected to some of the the networking relationships you have with other podcasters you know back in the day the people used to do these things they were called promo exchanges and that's where you would actually play a full-on 20 to 30 or even sometimes 60 second promo for somebody else's podcast within your show as a commercial for them and then you could actually, uh, and in return, they would play a promo for you. Now, that may or may not fit within the format of your show, but having something like these little intro bumpers, uh, these are a great way to, number one, uh, elevate your credibility, uh, letting the voice of your community be heard in your podcast, and it is a wonderful way for you to give exposure to other people in your network or out there in podcasting. So... This is what I did this week. This is one of the things that I've done to take some of the things that I'm doing to the next level, and I hope that it encourages you to do something similar. All right, next up, I want to actually now turn to a full-on exposure uh, (laughs) to somebody else's podcast. This is my personal plug of the week, and it goes out to the Great Business Project Podcast by Ralph Quintero. Now, I will actually play for you a little bit of the opening of Ralph's most recent uh, show here um, right now for you. Let me just go ahead and play that. Here we go. This is the Great Business Project Podcast with Ralph Quintero, episode number 16. Entrepreneurs, listen up. It's time to get off that hamster wheel. You can make more money, have more time to do the things you love, and have the business you've always dreamed of. That's That's what what this this show show is all about. Welcome to the Great Business Project Podcast, the show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs, helping you make your business great. Prepare to be blown away. Prepare to be blown away. Here is your host, Ralph Quintero. Ralph Quintero. 
Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show today. And how is that for an intro, huh? I think it absolutely rocks. I'm blown away by the awesome work that Isabella and Mike from Music Radio Creative did on this for us. I mean, they exceeded my expectations beyond anything that I could have ever imagined. All right, there you go. That was the clip from uh, Ralph's 16th episode and his first episode with his brand new audio branding package from Music Radio Creative, exclusively offered to those of you listening to Podcast Answer Man. I'll uh, play the promo for that maybe at the end of the show. But anyway, uh, here's the thing. I want to tell you about Ralph Quintero and his show. It's called The Great Business Project. Now, let me read to you from the About page. He says, do you remember why you became an entrepreneur? Financial freedom, more time for yourself and your family? Well, if you're anything like most entrepreneurs, you found out very quickly that things aren't quite that rosy. You're on a hamster wheel. You're working what feels like 100 plus hours per week. Your your cash flow sucks and you haven't taken a real vacation in years. An afternoon off? Maybe not. (laughs) You can't disconnect. What's more is that you think your business will probably fail if you are not there because your business is all about you. Clients want to deal with you, not your employees. You're the brand. Then one evening after an exhausting day at the office, you dream about a steady paycheck with benefits, regular work hours, less responsibility. Maybe a corporate gig isn't all that bad after all, right? Sound familiar? Been there? I have. The good news is that it doesn't have to be that way. And that, my friends, is the opening to the About page for Ralph Quintaro. And so, obviously, he's there to help entrepreneurs move beyond the early days of getting the grind on for for building your business, not for just podcasting. Anyway, that's what his podcast is about. And I also want to tell you that Ralph not only has a podcast titled The Great Great Business Project. No, it's The (laughs) Gate... Oh my gosh, that one. Anyway, it is the Great Business Project. And he also has a magazine inside of iTunes. And you can check that out. Uh, Well, if you just go to his website over there, um, over at thegreatbusinessproject.com, you'll find a link to the magazine as well. Anyway, I met Ralph and New Media Expo in Las Vegas. He's a super great guy. And I encourage you to check out his show. If you find his show and you like it, make sure that you tell him you heard about him from the Podcast Answer Man. All right, my friends, it is now that time uh, where we're going to talk about that question about live calls, interviews via the telephone and all sorts of other things. Here it is. uh, This is coming in from Justin. So, Justin, take it away. Hey, Cliff, this is Justin with ExtremeHealthRadio.com, and I wanted to thank you for everything that you're doing. I learned everything that I know uh, from you, so thank you for your products and your services and your podcast and everything that you're doing. It's awesome stuff, so thank you so much for everything. And I had a question for you regarding interviews. The basis of my show is all, they are all interviews, and right now I'm using Skype, and what I do is I just call uh, using Skype, and I'll either do Skype to Skype or I will do Skype to landline and I've had to do Skype to cell phone a couple times and those don't turn out typically that well but my question was I wanted to get away from using Skype because I'm finding that there's a delay in the call and I'm noticing that the interaction that I can have with a guest 
doesn't happen uh, as much as is as well as I would like if there was no delay, like using a regular uh, phone. So I was wondering if you had any low cost solutions for using a phone line to call the guest and record it that way. Uh, that way the interaction would be more dynamic and there would be a better camaraderie uh, during the interviews. And I also wanted to get your thoughts about taking live calls during the show and what um, what equipment I might need for that. So if you could shed a little light on that, that would be great too. And thanks a lot, Cliff, for all you do. Uh, talk to you soon. All right, Justin. Well, thank you for the call and for the question. And I want to, first of all, just reply and say, I don't leave Skype yet. Uh, Skype is amazing. Skype is amazing. In fact, one of the things that I will tell you is that recently in my podcasting A to Z course with all of my students, I've been telling my students these days to actually try Skype out to the telephone as their first option for doing telephone interviews. Now, I tell them to actually try this you know, a couple tests with friends and stuff like that before they actually schedule their first live interview. But uh, to give it a shot first, you know, Skype is actually works great for a lot of things. In fact, when it comes to actually having another person on Skype, you really cannot get better. I mean, well, you could do a double ender, which I'll talk about in just a moment. But uh, the outside of doing a double ender or having somebody in studio with you, uh, if all of the if all of the stars are aligned, Skype to Skype can be an an amazing tool. Uh, In fact, I'm going to play for you. I I used to do a lot of shows with lots of co-hosts. And uh, one of my favorite shows that I did was a show called Balanced Living Weekly with my great friend, Father Roderick Von Hogan. And here's the deal. I live in northern Kentucky, just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Father Roderick Von Hogan lives in Amersfoort in the Netherlands. All right. So he's in Europe. And I'm in the United States. And here, my friends, is a sample of a conversation that he and I were having over Skype. Listen to my audio quality and his audio quality. On the side, so I was able to still maintain margin even while at a conference, not worrying about things. And my business is running just as if I was at home. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually, because it's so much of what you do is is done in your home studio and and surrounded by all your gadgets and technology and computers. How, how did you manage that? You took like a, a laptop with I, you? Or? I took my MacBook Air. Uh, matter of fact, I did not even take my iPad with me. There you go. I mean, it, it sounds like Father Roderick and I are actually in the sta- same studio together almost. I mean, it is that good. Now, here's this thing. I can tell you when it comes to Skype to Skype, how this you know works out. You know, I have a very high uh, speed connection to the Internet. Father Roderick has a very high speed Internet connection to the Internet. Um, I have a very good computer, great hardware. I use a Mac. Father Roderick also has great hardware and computers. Over there, um, we both actually use a very similar uh, setup as far as mixers. He's got a Heil microphone. I've got a Heil microphone. Um, I can tell just by listening then back then I did not have my compressor turned on at the time, uh, but he did. But anyway, uh, so we're both using Heil microphones. I mean, it is it is the best of all worlds there. That, that actually sounded really great. And most of my Skype conversations are that great. In fact... Uh, Many times I actually find myself on other people's shows. I actually once a week I do an interview 
uh, as a guest on other people's podcasts. I schedule one a week every week on Thursday afternoon after I shut down the live stream. And uh, oftentimes I go back and I will listen to those episodes where I've been interviewed and my audio over Skype is actually better than their audio in studio. So Skype is amazing. Don't just run from it. Instead, see if you can find out what's going on. And now I know you're saying that you you actually did some Skype to Skype and stuff like that. And then you've also tried Skype to telephone. And that's what you're saying is not as great all the time. And sometimes you've done it where the person's on telephone and that's even worse is what you actually said in your call. Now, I want to tell you that Skype to telephone works great and just as well as, uh, as far as technically, just as well uh, for many people over the telephone. So when they're actually dialing out by telephone using Skype to that person, they're able to have great phone calls with no latency. That's the, you know, that's the delay between back the two of you. So where you say something and, and by the time you finish, it takes them, you know, another half a second before they actually finish hearing you talk. And, and it, it does feel a little disjointed, if you will. Uh, so that's called latency. Now, this actually, when you have latency, this can happen Skype to Skype, and it actually can happen Skype to telephone both. But latency, it's not necessarily just a problem with Skype. It's actually more than likely an issue with your internet connection. So one of the things I'm going to tell you is, no, first and foremost, make sure that if you're going to do Skype and you're experiencing latency, make sure that you're hardwired to your internet connection via ethernet, all right? So if you're using wireless internet um, and you're having latency, then try using an ethernet hardwired connection. That's the first thing. The next thing you wanna do is just go to a site like speedtest.net, speedtest.net, go in there and find out what your ping is. If your ping is anything over 50, that's pretty much your problem right there. You've got an issue with latency and and, and getting uh, stuff to come back and forth. Uh, so your ping is one thing. And then another big, huge um, thing that you need to be looking for is your upload speed. Now, many people out there are not as, you know, they don't have um, access to some of the things like we do today in many areas. Like for in my studio, I have uh, fiber internet uh, through Cincinnati Bell. And that is actually what I'm using for Skype and on, on my production machine and all of this other stuff. So I'm using fiber internet connection, I get about 30 to 35 megabytes per second down. And on average, even though I'm doing, you know, I'm pulling up and streaming video and stuff like that coming down, um, with everything that's going on, I'm still getting four and a half megabytes per second up. So I can tell you right now, I'm I'm in my latent, and by the way, my ping is like 23 milliseconds or whatever it is. So my latency is very low. Uh, actually, almost non-existent on Skype, and you're going to hear that. I'll, I've got a, somebody that's going to call in in just a moment, uh, so you'll hear that it's it. it Skype can work great. Uh, so number one, I will tell you that the number one. I've said number one a lot. What you want to make sure of is that your ping is very low, and you also want to make sure that your upload speed is a minimum, minimum of a half a megabyte per second or 500 kilobytes per second. Now, many times if you have like DSL or something like that, you get like 1.5 megs down and they tell you that you you can have up to a megabyte up 
or maybe 800K up. Uh, oftentimes, though, what you're getting in reality is 200 to maybe 350K up. And that can produce some degraded audio quality with Skype. So that's before you go out and shopping for equipment, make sure you're hardwired, make sure that, that you've got a decent connection to the internet and that you have at least a half a megabyte per second upload speeds. And see if you can't, if, if you don't have that, see if you can work with your ISP or find a different ISP and get that, all right? So get that. Um, that would be my number one suggestion. Well, and then of course, if you, and I just want to also make a note about cell phones. Not all cell phones are created equal, and chances are you probably had somebody who was in a spotty area. Um, and and yes, you're right. When you actually have somebody call in via a cell phone, those people literally can be anywhere. Uh, so they could be out in the middle of the mountains where they have no, you know, two and a half bars. Or they could be in the middle of you know the the city where they've got a full connection. And they're right next to a, a cell phone tower. Uh, most of the time, I found that the microphone in an iPhone or an Android phone, these smartphones today, they actually have better, more expensive microphones than any handheld telephone system that is connected to a landline. And so sometimes. And actually, most of the time, I find that people on a smartphone actually have better audio quality over the telephone than somebody that's dialed in via a landline. So those that's just my feedback feedback based upon your call. Now, you asked, is there any other options for doing telephone interviews outside of Skype? Yes, there are. There are a couple. I'm just going to share. Uh, uh, I'm going to share basically three options with you. Um, the first one I will share is that you could just use a telephone conference call system that both you and your interviewee dial into. Uh, there are plenty. You can go to freeconferencecall.com. I'm sure there's uh, instantteleseminar.com. There's talkshoe.com. Many services are out there. They're absolutely free. You basically just uh, schedule the call. You both dial in, punch in an access code, and you as the host have the ability with many of these services to even have the service record both sides of the call and provide you a wave or an MP3 file. And then you can take that and edit it. Now, if you want to, you could actually take, um, you, you could actually be having the, you could have the conference call service record both sides of the conversation. You'll be you'll be sounding like you're on the telephone on that recording. They'll sound like they're on the telephone on that recording. At the same time, you could be recording from your microphone into your digital recorder or whatever, however you're recording. So you've got your in in studio copy as well. And then what you can do is you could actually in post production you can bring in multi-track editing mode. You can line up your side of the conversation from the telephone version of it or the conference call recording of it line it up exactly and then what you could do is you if you wanted to you could go in and by the way your studio recording is not going to have the person in the recording at least that's what I would recommend in this option and then what you could do is every time when you are speaking and you'll see that in the waveform you can go in and just silence that section of the audio in the the uh, conference call recording version, and then you can mix that down, and it's you and stu in studio quality, and them in telephone quality, but actually recorded pretty well with the conference calling bridge software that records it. So that's option number one. Option number two is that you could simply do 
a double ender and call the person on the phone. Now, what is a double ender? A double ender is where the person on the other end is recording their audio in high quality and you're recording your audio in high quality and you're actually going to then take both si- both of those recordings and then you're going to bring it in post-production and put them in multi-track editing, line them up perfectly, and then mix it down into one recording. Now, I didn't do the, I, I, I have done this, by the way, with a telephone call before. Oh, by the way, how do you get them to record on their end? Um, you could, it, well, first of all, if they have the ability to record into a you know digital audio recorder or if they have the ability to record into some software and they're tech savvy enough to do that, you can certainly tell them to do that uh, or and then provide it to you, send it to you via Dropbox or some other file sharing service. Um, that's one option. The other option is let's just say they're not tech savvy. Well, you can get something like a Zoom H1 recorder for 99 bucks and just stick that thing in the mail, ship it to them. And then what you're going to do is say, okay, just pull this out of the box, sit it on the table. Now, what I want you to do is turn or turn the power cable, turn the power on. This is how you do it. Click the record button. Okay. Is the red light on? Is it blinking? Okay. Click the red button one more time. Is it, is it steady? Okay, yes. In on the in front of you, does it actually look does it does it have like a counter look like it's actually, you know, counting down time? And if they say yeah, it's like okay, everything's set. Just leave that on the table in front of you and and you know, just do me a favor, make sure that you're not bouncing around or that you're not moving anything around on the table because it'll pick up everything. But just leave it right there sitting in front of you. I've got all the settings to where it should be fine if it's just sitting on the desk. And I'm going to record on my end and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have you ship the recorder back to me after the interview and I'll and then of course I'll actually put this together in post production and we'll have this online within the next 10 days that's a, that's how you could do it now um, there are other ways that that can be done but anyway that's just one option now let me tell you I have an example of a double ender I have done a double ender it was via Skype now here's the situation I have great Skype connectivity but I had a very important interview. This is a guy who's been in radio, Christian radio broadcast for years. He's had uh, a lot of influence in my life related to faith. I have a show called Encouraging Others Through Christ over at encouragingotherschristchrist.com. And um, I had this opportunity to interview somebody who means a lot to me. And if you go to gspn.tv slash Steve Brown, you can listen to the whole interview. It's the best interview I've ever done in my entire life. And when I got on the call with him, um, his Skype connection was horrible. I mean, I hardly, I could just barely make out anything he was saying to me. I mean, he was so broken up that when he said something, I had to assume what he was saying. No, and, and it was pretty easy for me to do that because I knew him well enough to actually know, you know, what he might say. So I, I, caught, I had a good feeling for what he was saying. I was about 99% sure of every word he was saying, but I certainly couldn't hear every word he was saying. Our Skype connection was that horrendous. It was terrible. But it wasn't on my end. It was 100% on his end. Now, am I going to sit there and try to troubleshoot his Skype thing? Blah, 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 blah. No. So what I did is I asked, I said, you know what, you're in the radio studio, obviously. Would you mind, could could your producer record your side of the conversation and then send it to me afterwards? Because we've got a really bad connection. I can put it together in post-production. 
And and he said, absolutely, Cliff, no problem at all. Well, here is what it sounded like after I took my recording and his recording and put them together. And that is right here. One of the things you wrote in the introduction, you said that you had often ended your sermons by saying, 50% of what I just told you is wrong, and I'm not sure what 50% is, uh, so you're just going to have to get out your Bible and do some checking. And, <laughs> and you had said that you some... Cliff, try that sometime. That drives people nuts. That's what you, you said. Know, they, <laughs> they just don't want you to say things like that. And so the more irritated they became, the more I said it. And I found out it was a pedagogical tool. Well, there you go. So he, that, that, that was him in studio and that was me in studio. And to be honest with you, what he just what you heard him say, I did not hear everything he said. Uh, that, not completely. And it wasn't until after I got his recording that I actually heard it. But the interview turned out really well in spite of that. And it sounded, it sounds amazing because of the double, double ender process. All right. Now, are there some other options? Yes, there are plenty of other options for you. I'm not going to go into more of them, but uh, just know that there are other options. These are the big ones. Oh, I do want to, I will share one more with you. A telephone interface device. I've, I have a JK Audio broadcast host in my studio that allows me to bring telephone calls right from a landline into my mixer. Now, JK Audio bring has Bluetooth devices. They have all kinds of other devices out there and stuff like that. And I used to actually promote this is what you want to do because Skype is way too unreliable. Well, Skype has really improved. And as long as you have a great connection on the, on the Internet, then the telephone stuff should work via Skype. And that's my first recommendation these days. However, if you don't do that, if you don't have that, then yes, a telephone interface device like a JK Audio, Audio broadcast host, and they call them digital hybrids actually, uh, then you could actually do something like that and bring telephone calls in. Now you said, I'd like to have the option to do telephone calls. What would I need for equipment? Well, I'm actually gonna bring in a call right now. I actually have uh, Nick in the chat room and he's called in, he's standing by on the telephone. Nick, how's it going, man? What's happening, Cliff? Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, so I'll tell you, I just want to give people a feel for what it sounds like when I have somebody in on the telephone via the JK Audio. So, uh, Nick, tell us about your podcast and uh, where people can find it. Uh, I've got a number of different podcasts uh, on the STNT network, but I'm the host of Who Day Weekly, which is a Cincinnati Bengals podcast. And I agree with you, Cliff. Stick with Skype. It works. Trust me. There you go. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for uh, calling in and uh, have a great day. And, and whodayweekly.com, is that what you, what you said? Whodayfans.com. Whodayfans.com. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Cliff. All right, so that is a sample of doing a telephone call. Now, I will tell you that doing a telephone call does bring in static. In fact, you could just you could hear a little bit of static there. And the reason why you didn't hear static when he wasn't talking is because I have this thing called... Um, a, um, a, a compressor limiter gate. It's actually got a gate in it that cuts some of that down. You can read a little bit more about that at uh, podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. Now, I want to actually give you the ability, I want to tell you, I can take live calls in via Skype. And uh, so I can have that set up. So Randy just dialed in from the chat room. Randy, how's it going, my friend? Very good. How are you? Sounding good. I, I'm, I've never been better, man. It gets better every single day. Well, good. You're the Warren Buffett of podcasting. You got to be good. <laughs> you got to be good. I, I, isn't that great? 
It is. It's awesome. That's fun. Matter of fact, I need to actually have you record me one of those. How, you, you think you can put something? Sure. Sure. I can do that. Yeah. Make sure you don't blow my head up too big. I got, <laughs> I, I got to make it out of the studio somehow. Oh, hard to top Warren Buffett. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So uh, obviously, pe- people, you can see that I am broadcasting live in front of an Internet audience. I have the ability with the JK audio to bring in a telephone call. Uh, nothing, however, beats Skype. So, Randy, just one more time. Uh, so people hear your voice and hear the quality of what you're uh, what you can sound like coming in on Skype, taking a live call. Uh, tell people about your podcast and where they can find you online. Bula, B-U-L-A network dot com. Um, just uh, random ramblings is pretty much what it is, but you already know that. So, but BulaNetwork.com is where you can find me. You know what? I and, and you were right. You actually have random stuff. And normally, I'm thinking, you know, random. You know, why would anybody create random? But I will tell you that I actually d- totally dig listen to your show just because of the way you communicate. I love it. You you're like Leo Laporte to me in that you actually have mastered the art of silence. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the art of the pause, the art of the pregnant pause. <laughs> exactly. You do not feel the need to fill every single millisecond of your podcast with audio. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. It's good stuff. My friends, Bula, actually you call it Bula. Bula, B-U-L-A. B-U-L-A, network.com, right? That's it. It's a Fiji term. means life. Life is good. Life is good. Hey, thanks, Randy. I really appreciate you helping me out taking in a live call today. You bet. Thanks, Cliff. All right. Bye-bye. See ya. All right. So there you go, my friends. That is a demonstration of what you can do and what it can sound like. So um, now let me tell you why I don't take live calls. Um, I, I mean, I have the ability to, and I can, and I have done them many times. And there are times where in the future I will continue to, but why don't I do it here on Podcast Answer Man? Wouldn't it be great if I could actually just sit here? It's like, man, could you imagine how much less show prep you might have to do if you just took in live calls? Well, yeah, but the question is, is, you know, what if the person on the other end, you know, they don't even know what they're asking. They don't. It's like, oh, I'm so nervous. I, I, you know, I like the ability to take in questions on the voicemail feedback hotline so that I can, number one, preview the call. Is this something that I even know the answer to? You know, one of the things that probably makes you think that I'm greater than I am uh, is the fact that I only play for you questions I know the answers to. Uh, there are several questions that come in. I'm like, I, I don't know the answer to that one. And I don't have time to even look that one up yet. So it doesn't actually get played. Whereas if it was live, um, wow, I should, you know, it's like almost said I'm on the spot. It's like I should really know the answer to that, you know, but I don't. Um, so I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh and of course, so it could even ding my credibility even a little bit. Uh, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Uh, so that's an option there. The other thing is, and this is this is actually the real reason why I don't do live calls. And the reason is because I don't ever want my downloaded audience, the people who listen to the podcast after it's been published, I never want them to feel like second class citizens. 
And what I mean by that is everybody who listens to Podcast Answer Man, whether it be the, you know, the people who are watching me streaming live, broadcasting right now on the internet, all of those folks that are in the chat rooms just standing, sitting in, listening to me as I'm recording this live, they have the same access to call in a question and get their voice into the show as anybody who's listening to me three and a half weeks later on their commute to work. See, nobody has the inside track. You know, so some of you are actually watching me from work. You have this ability every Thursday at nine o'clock, you can turn on the live stream and you get, you have the privilege of having the ability to have this time uh, where you can interact in the chat room and and you can participate live and if I took live calls you would have that that at you would have that leg up on the fact that you have this ability to be here at this time every single week you would actually have more of an advantage than anybody else in the community who maybe is not able to for whatever reason to attend the live broadcast and so you guys would be the primary or the 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 higher class citizens and the the other folks could be and, and it's not necessarily that you would actually make it this way or communicate it in this way but it's, it's it's like you know what obviously that's a live show and the greatest value is if you could show up live and you know what I never want that feel I never want that feel for my community and so that's why um I, I pretty much make sure that when I do the show, I'm thinking about and I'm creating this show for those who will be listening later. And why? Because the number of people who can actually show up live to your show is it, it's next to nothing in comparison to the number of people who will listen later. Now, I will tell you, the people who do make it a point to come and show up live to your show when you're doing a broadcast they're your those are some of your most loyal dedicated community members those are some of the people that that will go they'll bend over backwards to promote you to 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 help you out i mean they're there for you every week and they are they are amazing people but you know the thing is is there's there's some of those people out there who are listening in their in their cars and don't have the opportunity to come live on thursday but how do you actually work how do you actually work it out to where you're actually recording a show live in front of an audience you have a chat room but gosh cliff you don't even bring the people in live when you have that ability you know doesn't that devalue their presence you know why would they be motivated to ever come back and i would say to you as the host that is completely up to you because i actually take a point make it a point to involve them in a conversation as i'm building my show uh, doing the pre-show preparation, I talk to them after the show, um, and oftentimes there there have been occasions where I'll actually do a group coat or a group uh, not a group coaching call, a group Skype call or a Google Hangout and and all kinds of other stuff. So I do make sure to make these people feel welcome and to know that they're appreciated. And so I do spend time with my live audience. I do things for my live audience. But they're not things that you hear in the recorded show because I don't want anybody to ever feel that they have been left out. So that is my thoughts on that. Justin, I hope this has been helpful to you. Next, I want to share with you uh, a list of my personal wins of the week. Uh, First of all, (laughs) those of you who are on my mailing list, about a week and a half ago, you got an email from me. It's like, hey, guys, I'm doing this A to Z course. I can't believe it. I feel horrible, but I, you know, I'm just now starting to promote this. 
Uh, I want to let you know I am doing an A to Z course. It's coming up on Monday, March 4th. It's just a, a week from Monday. So far, I only have four people signed up. Uh, and My hope is to get 20, you know, but if I have less than 20, it's going to be a very intimate group. We're going to have a great time and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My friends, I have... 35 students in the current session of podcasting A to Z. That's a lot of questions. (laughs) It is a lot of questions. But let me tell you, a win of the week. Now, you guys know, well, many of you know, uh, I am actually raising the rate of the the cost of this course uh, to $19.99. Uh, after this session. So the next session moving forward and any moving forward will be $19.99. Uh, the session so uh, until now has been $9.99 and most everybody gets a $100 discount. If you're on my mailing list, you get a discount code uh, and sometimes when people are referred by others, I give them a discount code of $100 to take off. So how is this a personal win of the week for me? Well, you can do the math, $900 per student and I will tell you, just multiply that by 34 students because I actually uh, gave one student in the current session a complete free pass. Uh, just somebody I just wanted to help out. So, uh, but anyway, major, major, major win of the week. Um, and then, of course, I do want to uh, tell you that another win of the week for me is I finally knocked out a list of two th- 2013 goals. Uh, if you want to hear about those, by the way, these goals that I have set for myself for 2013, I encourage you to check out episode number 530 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. You can go to pursuingabalancedlife.com, look for episode number 530. The title of that episode is called Where I Am Going, and you can listen to that, and it has, and by the way, I have a lot of goals for 2013. And uh, if you want to hear them, go over to PursuingAbalancedLife.com. Another major win of the week is that I have officially been invited to speak at the Platform Conference in Dallas, Texas. That's right. I think it's November 3rd through the 5th. I will be in Dallas, Texas. It's official. I am so excited about that. I I had a feeling that it was coming, but uh, just needed to wait for the official invitation, and it came in last night. So thrilled to be speaking at Platform again. Uh, another win of the week is that I have added a new member to my team here at uh, Ravenscraft Enterprises LLC. Um, Jared Easley is an amazing, an amazing source of help and encouragement to everything that I'm doing here. And uh, Stephanie and I did a lot of talking about some of the things that he's been doing to help me. Uh, going all the way back to the New Media Expo back in Las Vegas. And since then, he's been in a, he's just uh, offered so much help to us. And uh, Jared Easley is just an amazing guy. You're going to hear a lot more about Jared. We're still working out <clears throat> his title uh, for what he is doing for me. But uh, the working title that I have right now, and I'm waiting to hear back from him, make sure he's cool with it. But uh, it is, I, what is it? It is, um, event manager event manager slash uh director actually i have it written behind me why don't i look event manager slash director of experiences (laughs) there you go jared easy easily not easy jared easily is our um he is our event manager 
and our director of experiences. And so in the future, if you interact with me, there's a good chance that you'll also sometimes be interacting with Jared. Amazing guy. I can't wait to actually tell you about the launch of his podcast coming up soon and some other exciting things he's got going on. But uh, just so excited to have him as a part of our team. Um, And then, of course, you know, if you know, obviously those are some pretty significant wins, right? Some pretty significant stuff. But I wanted to share with you my biggest win of the week. When I talk about this, this is the one thing that meant the most to me. And, and you know, again, go back and do the math. 34 times 900. You, you see that I've had some pretty significant things happen. But it means it, it pales in comparison to what I hold in my hand right here. And uh, what I hold in my hand is I'll set aside the envelope. And inside the envelope is a piece of uh, cardstock, uh, very thick cardstock that is a, is the exact size of a postcard. Um, and on it, the only thing printed on this cardstock is the words, thank you. And then it has a handwritten note. Now, before I read to you this note, I, I the reason why I'm so excited to share this with you is because leading up to the platform conference in Nashville, I shared with you guys just how nervous I was um, speaking at Michael Hyatt's platform conference. You know, Michael Hyatt, not only does he have conferences that he does, but he actually has a conference where he trains people how to speak professionally. And of course, it's been a desire of mine. It was a goal in 2011 that I wrote down that I actually want to become known as a public speaker. And I actually wanted to become a keynote speaker. And all of that became true. Uh, It became reality in 2012. And I'm so thankful for it. And um, as a result of all of that, one of the things that came out of it was Michael Hyatt invited me to come and talk about podcasting to his his following, his community, his tribe at the platform conference. And the thing is, is I was just like so nervous about the way that I present, the slides, that how I do my slides and all these other things because his standards are so high. And, and, I, and it's one of the things that I admire about Michael Hyatt is how high his standards are. And I just wondered you know, will I meet his standards? You know, that, that was a, that was a question. It was a, it's like, wow, it, you know, am I going to be able to deliver the wow that he is ex- expecting? I mean, cause I know that he w- expects wow from his folks. In fact, one of the emails that I got early on is like, listen, we expect everybody to bring their wow. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is uh, intimidating. So I was, I was really nervous leading up to it. Well, I just want to say I've got this handwritten note uh, and and it's got just a little bit of writing on the front, a little bit of writing on the back. And this, my friends, is what it actually says. Dear Cliff, thank you so much for speaking at and participating in the platform conference. You knocked it out of the park. The social media buzz about your presentation was off the charts. You played full out, leaving nothing on the field. Your generosity was truly wow, in quotes. I am so grateful for your clarity, courage, and commitment. I am honored to call you my friend. With warmest regards, Michael. This, my friends, is my biggest win of the week. Thank you, Michael Hyatt, for that. And by the way, I got permission from Michael to share that with you guys. Wow. Wow. That right there my biggest win of the week. 
Now, with that being said, my friends, uh, we are getting ready to wrap up uh, the show here. I do want to quickly say uh, that Apple did send out an email to podcasters saying, hey, there are some new podcast requirements. In fact, this is what the email said. It says, dear podcast provider, new cover art requirement iTunes has been completely redesigned and there are new requirements for podcast artwork. To be eligible for featuring to be to be eligible for featured featuring on iTunes, uh, a podcast must have 1400 by 1400 cover art in JPEG or PNG format using RGB color space. The image URL must end in .jpg or .jpeg, or .png. And the server hosting the image must allow HTTP head requests. Uh, See our tech specs for details. Now, to be honest with you, this really is not a change at all in the requirements. Uh, these requirements have been there for quite for many months now. 1400 by 1400 cover artwork is still what you should have. I recommend that you actually have it in JPEG format. I think the only thing new that I see here is that they're saying, hey, we want you to make sure that this is in RGB, red, green, blue format, and not the, you know, cyan, you know, CMYK or whatever that stuff is. Anyway, you want to make sure that it's in RGB color space. Um, and you also want the image must end in .jpg, .jpeg, .jpg, or um, .png. And it's the first time I've actually seen them say that the image must allow HTTP head requests. Uh, so really no big change. Chances are everything that you've got is perfectly fine. If you're showing up in iTunes now and you have a 1400 by 1400 image, don't worry about anything. No need to change. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and by the way, Byron is in the chat room. and He says, I might have CMK color scheme. Ouch. Okay. So, and that should be, shouldn't be too hard for you to switch there, Byron. All right. Next one is server configuration requirement. It says here, podcast streaming playback on iTunes requires all hosting servers to enable byte requ- range requests. Please confirm your hosting servers have this functionality enabled. If you work with a third-party hosting service, please contact them to confirm this functionality is enabled on their servers. Now, I will tell you, I actually got Rob Walsh from Libsyn on the phone yesterday and recorded a 10 and a half minute um, conversation with him to talk about this. Um, I don't have enough time to play the whole clip in here, so let me just tell you what Rob said. Uh, number one, if you are on Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, then you have no problem at all. If you are on Blueberry with power, you know, their Blueberry services for your hosting, no problem at all. He did tell me that archive.org also has byte range request functionality. I suggest that you stay away from archive.org because their load times are so doggone slow and you'll miss out potential new subscribers to your podcast because when they click play in the preview as a search result and they click play and they wait for 20 seconds for your show to play and it doesn't start yet, then they go on to the next one. You've just lost out on a potential new subscriber. So stay away from archive.org. Now, what I will tell you is that there are many of you out there that are actually uploading your MP3 files to your own uh, website hosting account with you know, Dreamhost, Bluehost, 
uh, GoDaddy, all these other places. You'll need to contact them to ask if their servers actually in, uh, have the ability to do byte range requests. Now, what does this mean? Rob explained it to me on the call yesterday just to make sure that I understood it. And so this is what Rob Walsh from Libsyn says. Basically, byte range request means that when a podcast is actually being streamed, instead of going out and immediately starting the download from the beginning of the file and just keep going all the way through to the end of the file and downloading the whole thing, if you're streaming, what you'll do is if you hit play from the beginning, it's actually going to actually request just a little bit, uh, you know, a couple of the bytes of the first section of that audio. And when you get close to actually coming to the end of all of that, it'll go and get a little bit more of the file. But if you were to actually stop the file after, let's just say, 10 minutes, and it's an hour-long podcast, there's a good chance that the file never actually downloaded more than the first. If you listen to the first 10 minutes and stopped, and it's an hour-long show, there's a good chance that it only downloaded the most or uh, 15 minutes of that show. That way, it didn't actually take up more bandwidth than was necessary. Another thing is, is what if I actually uh, click play, on a one hour show, listen to 10 minutes of it, and then I pause the recording. I stop and go away and stuff like that. And the first 10 minutes that I listened to was on Wi-Fi. Now I walk away, and I was streaming it by the way, I walk away and now I wanna pick up with where I left off, but I'm out in the car and I'm gonna be in the car for 20 minutes. Now I'm on 4G or LTE and I click play right where I left off. Now here's the thing, because of bit, bit <laughs> byte range request, what happens is it knows that it wants to start playing right where it let off, left off at the 10 minute mark, and it does not record, it does not actually download the first 10 minutes of that file. Instead, it only downloads right there, starting where you left off at the 10 minute mark, and if I only listen to 20 minutes of that file in the car, and I hit stop, it may have only downloaded a total of maybe 25 minutes worth of that episode. And then if I come back home and I listen to it, listen to the rest of it here in the studio, now I've listened to 30 minutes, that's half of the episode. And if I'm back on Wi-Fi and I click play again, boom, now it's actually playing the rest of the episode from the 30 minute mark. Now, with all of that being said, in the old way, the old servers, the 20 minutes in the car, number one, it would have started downloading the file from the first second all the way through the one hour content. I may have had to actually wait until it, uh, you know, for three to four minutes for it to actually download till it got to the point where it could start playing the 10 minute mark. And, it, and certainly within 20 minutes, it would have downloaded the entire episode. Whereas in the case that with byte range requests, it's only going to download the 20 to 25 minutes that you listen to, which saves on bandwidth, which is something that that I'm sure that uh, they negotiated and worked out with uh, folks over there uh, at the cellular companies. So there you go. Um, that is what it is. Um, chances are if you're with Libsyn, or actually no, not chances are, guaranteed if you're with Libsyn or Blueberry, you're perfectly fine. If you have a web hosting account and you are doing something terrible, which is actually uploading your files every week over to your own hosting account where your website is hosted, stop that. 
But if you want to find out if you have anything to worry about, then call them and ask them if they do bite range requests. Which, by the way, if you tell them that you're a podcaster and, and they find out that you're on there, don't be surprised if they get very upset with you. If you want to learn why, go to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting and you'll find out. And that, my friends, is going to wrap things up here. Um, you know, I was actually going to play a little bit of a personal audio branding commercial. Just remember uh, that uh, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash audio, uh, there is a very special exclusive deal with my good friends Mike and Isabella Russell. Uh, they create amazing, amazing intros, outros, transitions, and jingles for your podcast. Podcastanswerman.com slash audio for more details. I am going to take this one just slightly over an hour. I have one big announcement. And uh, first, let me play this, which, by the way, this was created by uh, Music Radio Creative. So here you go. This summer, join Cliff and Stephanie and the GSPN.TV community for the dream cruise of a lifetime. A four-night cruise to the Bahamas on board the Disney Dream Cruise Ship. With many exciting features and plenty to do for both adults and kids. Enjoy the world's first onboard water coaster, the Aqueduct. Become a detective and solve mysteries with enchanted art. Spend the whole day on a private island. Watch magical fireworks on the ship. See Disney-style shows with all the characters and much, much more. (laughs) We are planning to make this community event the magical experience of a lifetime. For booking details, head to gspn.tv slash cruise. There you go, my friends. And hey, if you are thinking about going on this cruise, you have any questions whatsoever, I invite you to participate in an informational conference call that I am hosting on Saturday, March 9th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. In fact, let me go ahead and just start playing this music so we can wrap this thing up. Anyway, uh, Saturday, March 9th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It'll be via GoToWebinar. Uh, We're going to be sharing with you the details of the cruise and we'll answer any questions you may have. There is no obligation for you to come. I'm not going to do follow-up, no hard sale, anything like that. If you have any interest in coming on this gspn.tv community cruise with myself, my wife, my family, uh, and and, uh, several other members of the GSPN community, we would love to have you. Again, no obligation. Just go to gspn.tv slash cruise call. That's gspn.tv slash cruise call. And that's where you go to register for the call. All right. And uh, let's see here. I just want to say Bluehost signups. Thank you to chccs.org. The folks behind that website that is being built signed up for a hosting account with Bluehost using my affiliate link. I just want to say thank you. I do earn a very generous commission each time uh, somebody signs up via Bluehost, and I appreciate that. chccs.org. Of course, I also want to say thank you to those of you who are out there uh, buying your equipment gear through B&H Photo. Of course, I get a significant commission there as well. Uh, you can find out the equipment that I use in my studio, and there are links at the bottom of that page for uh, B&H Photo where you can buy those at podcastanswerman.com equipment. And if you just want to go browse around B&H Photo, just go to GST, gspn.tv slash bh for B&H Photo. So again, that's gspn.tv slash bh. 
That's Boy Henry, and that will get you there. Also, upcoming events, I am speaking at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego on April 7th through the 9th. I'm bringing my wife and kids. If you want to find out more, sign up over at gspn.tv slash social media. And I have great news. Next week, I will announce the uh, details of a meetup that I'm co-hosting with my great friend, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. We've reserved an entire restaurant for an evening and we can have 100 people join us. And uh, it's going to be an amazing time. Uh, But again, head over to gspn.tv slash social media if you want to join us in San Diego. I will be at the SCORE conference in Orlando, California. Uh, You can find out more about that at scoreconference.tv. That is S-C-O-R-R-E conference.tv. Use promo code CLIFF to get $100 off. And uh, yeah, great things are happening, my friends. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, Platform Conference in Dallas, Texas, November 3rd through the 5th. Promo code CLIFF will save you $100 there as well. Uh, It's going to be a great time. I'm so excited about all the things going on in my life and how I'm taking things to the next level. And I encourage you to go out and do the same. Podcast! It's a man!